0: Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I tried everything prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a couple of less productive approaches. After two decades of coming up short, I realized I was focusing on the wrong thing. Instead of trying to fill those holes, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this new approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it all to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like an autopilot robot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of the Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about the truth. There are so many sayings and lessons about this big, important concept called the truth. If I understand correctly, the truth shall set me free, and the truth always comes out. Veracity is a common virtue, and I think most people can agree that the truth is something we value, even if we don't agree on what is true for us. Fortunately or unfortunately, the social truth of our world itself has become somewhat of a subjective experience, particularly over the last couple of years. In a recent chat about this very topic, it occurred to me that one of the challenges of uncovering the truth about a given situation is that just because we land on it doesn't mean we're happy about it. I was relieved when I heard someone say, just because I don't like it doesn't make it any less true. Wow. Did those words ever land and light up my brain? After navigating through many changes in my life over the past five years or so, I have thought that very phrase many, many times over. I've also said it to others to help them understand certain decisions I've made that have had massive impact on people around me. I tried to help them understand I wasn't making choices in a vacuum, but they were not optional. Once I had experienced what was true for me, I had to respond. One example of making this change was in the workplace. The truth of my corporate career was that I was good at it, but it wasn't necessarily good for me. This truth, although a clunky discovery, ultimately led me on a path away from that career and towards something that feels more genuine and comfortable. I didn't like, quote unquote, landing on the realization that if I was being honest with myself, I needed to exit the job I was in and pursue a career in something more meaningful. But I couldn't stay there knowing what I learned. Another very challenging example of making a decision like this was when I gained the understanding that my 25-year marriage to my best friend and the father of my children needed to be concluded as we knew it. I didn't want that to be true. I tried really hard for that not to be the case, but wanting it to be untrue didn't make it untrue. When we're on a path of discovery, we are pulling back the curtains, turning on the lights, and looking under the hood to see what is there. But we aren't always warned that what we could see might not only be disturbing but almost unbearable. There is no quote-unquote rating when it comes to the programming of our lives. The result of allowing the truth to emerge can be shock, fear, frustration, resistance, and disappointment. But once we've intersected our truth, we cannot unsee what we have seen. We may want to. We may want to put our discovery in a box on the shelf with the other truths that we are not ready to accept yet or deal with. But we cannot unsee what we've seen, and we cannot unknow what we know to be true at our core once that has really been revealed to us. We can delay, hide, numb, and ignore what we've seen, but the truth that has been revealed is here to stay. What we do with it is up to us. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path, talking about the truth. And it is uh, one of those things that comes up again and again. And if you've ever been on a search and finally uncovered something that you knew to be true about yourself and how uncomfortable it became to try to live in any way that wasn't sincere and, gen- and genuine to who you are, you know that it feels like cheating. It feels like it's cheating on ourselves, but it feels a lot like cheating on someone else. I used to feel like when I tried to numb or not feel some of the intuitive hits and, and dreams and things that I was having, I I did try to kind of unsee and unknow what what those were. And soon I identified the feeling that I kept having as I literally called it. It literally felt like cheating on God. That's how not living out my truth um, started to feel once it started to show up. So if you're struggling, which you might just be, um, this might help you to understand that when you uncover things or if you have to make hard decisions on uh, topics that you've learned about and those topics involve major changes that you can take the pressure off of yourself and just know that you're, you, you're not creating the truth, but you do have to live with it. And you do have to make the best decisions that you have um, in front of you once that information makes itself known. So if this resonates, please check into lisamcfarland.com and leave a message or a comment about some experience you've had with trying to live in a way that was not consistent with your own truth. And also just to remind, I want to remind everyone that when we learn something new, whether it's about ourselves or someone else, we don't have to own that as a decision that we've made or something that we've created. We can be unattached even when we learn something. And the best example I can think of to give you about how this sort of mental pattern works is when we check the weather. It's like we check in on the weather, so we're trying to find the truth about our environment. And when we see that it's gonna be sunny or we see that it's gonna rain or snow or ice or whatever, we don't react and say, oh man, or damn it. You know, we might get frustrated if we have, you know, planned a wedding and the weather is going to be completely opposite of what it normally would be or something like that. But for the most part, just think about when you look at the weather every day or when you look at the temperature every day, you don't spend time reacting. You just get on with the business of living, whether it's to wear an extra jacket or to leave a little early or to know the drive might be clear if it's an especially good quote unquote weather day. Um, but if you can, kind of plug into that example and then try to operationalize the ability to go from theory to practice and say, hey, when I look at the temperature, I don't get all wrapped up in the emotion around it. I just go with what ha- has to happen next. The truth and our truths are the same. Once we know who we are or part of us emerges that's new to us, we should get on with the business of integrating that and moving forward, instead of questioning it or resenting it or wishing that it wasn't true. So that is our conversation on the truth today. Thanks again for listening into this episode of The Healing Path. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful and stay healing. And as always, thanks for listening.